Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Mitch, what do you think is one of the strongest qualities that a leader can possess? And it's like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? There are <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. We'll talk about a few of those today. But one of the things that it really struck me, and I don't know if it would just happen to be when I was caught in the moment or, yeah, it was probably situational. Yeah, it's being situational. It's realizing that that conscious leaders play the long game. They play the long game. They're not thinking about what happened in the past. They're focused more on the future. And they're thinking about the long game. What are the consequences of the choices that I make today? How does that impact myself and other people in the long game, in the long run? What are the ups, the downs, the sideways? And listen, some of them you're not going to be able to anticipate. That's why it's so important that along this journey that you have uh, an ability to adapt from one situation to the next. Situations will present themselves and how we navigate through those situations, what we're called upon to do, how we are called upon to lead our willingness to adapt to really a changing marketplace. What leading was 20, 30, 40 years ago has shifted dramatically. Now add in consciousness and in uh, really what I would talk about is the whole person, leading a whole person, take into consideration not just that a person is expendable and it can be replaced, but that the willingness to invest in the whole person the willingness to support what happens personally and professionally, that consideration of the entire person and everything they have going on in their lives creates the longevity that people aren't expendable, that we don't treat people as if they're replaceable and just burn them out, that we create opportunities for people that can sustain them over periods of time. And if we're thinking about the long game, we stand a greater likelihood that we'll keep those people, that those people will want to stay, that they'll want to participate at a higher level. And so much of it means that from one situation to the next, we have to learn how to adapt. Our AQ, our adaptability quotient, how we're able to shift in a changing, emerging marketplace. What are the Consistent qualities of leadership that never change regardless of time and place. And what are those 
ones that need a deepening, a furthering, a deeper commitment because of this changing marketplace, because we want to invest in the whole person. So the idea is that we spend our time thinking forward, not thinking backwards. Not constantly measuring things from where we came from, sometimes as a barometer, just as a, a metric. But that our, our thinking is about where we're going ahead. Who are the people that benefit from the choices that we make? What are some of the potential drawbacks? Now, knowing that we can't please everybody, knowing that we can't create a scenario where everybody wins all the time, how do we increase the likelihood that more people win most of the time? And we have contingencies for those who don't quite get there in that moment, in that situation. So if we're thinking forward and we're focused on where we're going and we're mindful of the choices that we're making and are these choices in effect leading us towards where we want to go or are they actually secretly taking us backwards? Are we still somewhat reacting to the past? Are we operating at a fight or flight? Are we filled with cortisol and adrenaline? Is it fear-based in any way, shape, or form? See, when it's joy-based and it's wonder-based and it's magic-based, then we know we're heading in the right direction. Sometimes we don't even know what direction we're going in. We just know it's forward. Sometimes we don't always have a handle on the actual outcome, but we know a general vicinity. We know the neighborhood in which we intend to land not necessarily a specific address. Now, if you have an agenda of sorts, and that agenda does not include who's going with me and how do other people benefit, then we're not listening and we're not treating the whole person. We're not, we're not, we're not considering the whole person because our agenda, our individual agenda is more important. Or if we're towing a company line, that doesn't necessarily reflect the masses, but benefit the few. So conscious leadership is about considering the long game, considering the possibilities and the probabilities of what we can create moving forward under a new dynamic, under a new way of being, a new way of doing, of creating and sustaining a level of growth, knowing that it's going to plateau, knowing that we're going to have peaks, we're going to have valleys, we're going to have seasons, like all business, and that we're able to lead through them because we anticipated them, because we knew they were coming, because we know that they have something to teach us. That the plateau is not a stopping point. It's a resting point. A plateau is not a place that tells us we can't go any further it just means we need to reconsider doing something we've never done before in order to take that next step. Most people are confused by that. Well, let's say many people are confused by that. Entrepreneurs get confused by that. They don't see necessarily always the obstacles, the opportunity, especially if they're transitioning out of an employer-employee-based work environment. And naturally, this pandemic has created a scenario where a lot of people, A, have lost their jobs, so they need to do something, so they suddenly put on the hat of an entrepreneur. 
Or B, they woke up to the fact that, gosh, what is what am I doing every day? How is it impacting other people? Who benefits from what I do? I don't even know anymore. I want to make a difference. If this time off or time down or time apart or time at home has taught me anything, it's how can I make a bigger impact? How can I make a bigger splash? So you throw all of a sudden throw a bunch of people out there who are suddenly navigating the waters of entrepreneurial leadership and they come up against obstacles and because they have no frame of reference that's exciting at least in that but what they're doing is they're applying the principles of employer employee based business building as sometimes seeing as the obstacle as a stopping point not realizing that that plateau is a resting point that it doesn't define that this is as far as we can go. It just means we have to think and feel and be and do just a little bit differently than we've ever had before in order to get to that next level and to then anticipate that this will in fact happen again. And then it will happen again. Some people like to call it reinventing themselves or or on some level, I, I call it refining oneself deepening one's own process, coming into greater awareness about uh, uh, of re-remembering who we are and what we're here to do. That each step and stage along the way is part of that deepening. That we've learned enough along the way and we've grown enough along the way to say, okay, I'm ready for more. Even when we might not be saying we're ready for more. <laughs> we might not want to learn anymore. It's just like, you know, I like this. I like this path I'm on. I like where it's going. This is great. If it just stays like this, I'm great. And then boom, plateau. Because that's what conscious leadership is. It's not a destination. It's not a straight line. And listen, if some people want to just stop right there and can maintain where they're at and they're good with it, that's fine. But what ends up happening is a lot of times the the old stories, the old beliefs, the old ideas about who we are or who we once were suddenly come back in. Oh, maybe it's true. Maybe I'm not strong enough. Maybe I'm not enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. The enoughness factor. To be able to just stay where I'm at and say, this is great. I'm good here. But see, conscious leadership challenges us to go to the next level and then the next level and then the next level because there's always more to learn. It's that constant re-remembering why we're here. And then sometimes thinking we know why we're here and only discover that uh, there's more to learn. And that's a good thing. So we think about the long game. We understand what's coming. We understand that there's going to be all different things that we're going to experience along the way. A lot of it's going to shock us. A lot of it's going to surprise us. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be new. It's going to be dynamic. It's going to be scary. It's going to be all those things. And we don't give up. And we don't stop because life demands from us to be better. The people we work with, the people that we support, the people who we represent demand better. The responsibility of leadership is just that. It's a responsibility. And to do do so consciously means that you have to be even that much more present to what other people need to the whole person. 
So if you're walking around with an agenda, it's not going to work. We adapt, and then we adapt some more, and then we adapt some more. We learn to respond to situations and stop reacting to them. Why? Because we anticipate we know they're coming. We see the conflict as something to embrace. The conflict is something that challenges us to, to take it to the next level. We see conflict as two opposing points of view, two opposing ideas that at one time would fight with each other, but really were meant to inspire each other to create something even better together. And when we get there, it's a powerful, powerful experience. A deepening of awareness, a deepening of of consideration, of contribution, of purpose. A deepening of trust. The furthering of the vision that we carry for ourselves and other people. We hear companies talk about it all the time. I inspired people, want to inspire people to become the best version of themselves. I want to inspire people to realize their greatest vision for themselves. Their greatest vision. What others get to learn and contribute and the transferable skills that they bring to the table and the things that they can teach me. It's a two-way street, this teaching component, this leading component. Sometimes it's leading people into an area, into an arena that they know little about, and they are the student, and then it flips, and suddenly you become the student, I become the student, and they are leading me, they are leading us. It's that give and take, it's that back and forth, it's that shared responsibility of conscious leadership that challenges us on a daily basis, that inspires us to be better than the day before. And we're always carrying, we're always knowing that, that we're committed to this process because people are counting on us. And the people that are counting on us, some of them will just simply follow. And that's okay. And a lot more of them, as they follow and as they gain confidence, they start to lead. And as they start to lead, it's a passing of the baton. And we teach them, here's why I'm teaching you this. Here's why I'm coaching you on this area. Here's why this is important. Because it's not just for you. It's for you to be able to teach the next person. People want to know why they need to know something. It's not enough to just know, do this. Why? And then that person teaches the next person, who then inspires the next person, who teaches the next person. And now all of a sudden, this concept of leadership grows to the point where people start to really recognize, wait, I am a leader. I'm actually doing this. I'm leading myself at a higher level. I'm beginning to lead other people, inspire other people. This leadership, this conscious leadership is contagious. <laughs> when you do it with heart and you do it with purpose and you do it with conviction. Because you're always, always, always considering the long game. Because you know it's just not about you. It's just not about you. It's about the we. And that breakdown, that plateau, all of a sudden can send somebody into fear and they start going, well, oh gosh, what about mine? What about mine? They go from we back to me. 
And then you have to get the journey to get from me back to this empowered I, then back to the we. Oh, right. We're doing this together. We're doing this for other people. Our purpose is greater than just for ourselves. We can care for ourselves and lead ourselves. And yes, that's most important. Put our oxygen mask on first, and then we go assist others. And we're determined to assist others. And we're committed to assisting others because we know that's how it spreads. That's the ripple in the pond, the pebble in the pond that creates the ripple that keeps extending itself further and further out. And that further and further out is the long game. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 